0: Jameson with Her Story Podcast. Her is an acronym for Heroic, Empowering, and Resilient. This a self-improvement, self-acceptance, and women empowerment podcast. My main purpose is to encourage, empower, and motivate all women by highlighting their personal stories of triumph over adversity. Each of us has a story. Maybe it's an illness, a financial burden, or a dead-end job. In general, unforeseen circumstances can make you feel isolated or alone when you feel like you've hit rock bottom, it doesn't necessarily mean it is the end of your story. It is within the darkest nights we produce the brightest stars. There are women out there who have gone through the very same barriers you may be currently facing today, but they didn't give up. In fact, they use their difficulties to mold them into strong and resilient women. And if they can break through their hardships, so can you. Because you are her, heroic, empowering, and resilient welcome 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 and good morning again folks it is jay jameson with her story so today is another episode focused on the north carolina a&t university hbcu experience movement now the past few episodes i have had conversations from folks who have graduated from hbcus and shared their stories and as an hbcu graduate there is great pride in attending our institutions you know Black students who attend HBCUs, we really learn from being around others who share the same experiences and explore college life without having those feelings of um, being ostracized or inferiority or a cultural indifference. My personal HBCU experience allowed me to find my voice, to create space, to organize within my work and create just a network of um of people with shared experiences that helped me actually propel into my career. Uh, I was Miss Freshman and SGA and AKA all those amazing things. And those are things that I definitely hold with me and have shaped and molded me into the individual that I am today. So everyone's HBCU experience is different, but I think it's also important that we share our stories and share our interests and open up a, a platform for others to share, and actually listen. So with all of that being said, today I have with me Miss Krista Newkirk, who is a California native, shout out to the West Coast, and she also earned her bachelor's degree in marketing from North Carolina A&T State University and a dual master's degree in marketing and international business from the University of Colorado, Denver. Krista, welcome to Her Story.
1: Thank you, thank you. I'm glad for this opportunity.
0: Awesome. Thank you so much for joining us. So, you know, shout out to the HBCU Experience and Aggie Pride. I've been talking to yes, you, so yes. great folks these past few days. So, um, excited just to learn more about you. And, um, you know, again, the focus of my podcast is to explore the story and journeys of various women and Share light to relatable issues, share resources, and build a strong network of women in color. So Krista, you personally stated, you know, regardless of one's journey, which is often full of twists and turns, a solution is always available in business and in life. I want you to further explain exactly what do you mean by that quote, and just share how your experience at North Carolina A&T helped shape your career and your very own personal life.
1: Oh, well, thank you for that question. So I have to start with breaking down the quote um, first. So everyone definitely has their own story and their own set of experiences. As an HBCU grad, that's probably one of the first things that I was able to notice and um, be proud of is the diversity within um, us as a people, as African-Americans, but we've all had our own struggles to get to education, to get into our careers, to have our own resilience and fortitude to move forward, so regardless of where you are, your background, socioeconomic um, status, etc., everyone has struggles. You know, there's the quote: you know, "Without struggle, without yeah, without struggle, there is no progress." And so, you have to know how to move about beyond whatever stepping stones come your way, and to see them from a unique position and find the solutions or that light um, in the end of the tunnel. Um, so that's kind of that that quote in the sense of you know, business is going to be challenges, whether it's dealing with someone difficult in the workplace, um, proving your worth, or how to communicate. Um, for advancement or to seek other opportunities and not necessarily be pigeonholed. Uh, I know with large companies, you can kind of get into a rut of this is the one thing you do. Um, and then also in life, as you're maneuvering, how to properly communicate within your friends, your spouses, different types of relationships. Again, there's always some type of struggle and there comes twists and turns of that that you need to, to see the bright end of the, of the solution.
0: Definitely. And again, you know, that really connects with the overall focus of her story podcast that, you know, within the darkest nights, we produce the brightest stars and but yeah, definitely. And you know, you also you created and you you inspire me by being um, a woman that not only is an HBCU grad, and is a, a force within her career and her professional life, but you're also a business owner. And you are the creator of Eclectic Read Marketing, LLC. So what inspired you to create this company? And what is its focus?
1: So, yes, So Eclectic Read Marketing, LLC, was started actually about four years ago. um, At the birth of kind of a personal transition, Um, I was at the point of, you know, kind of stuck in the career or not still trying to find my footing of what it is that I was trying to do in a broader sense, and so the opportunity came to, let's start to move into what I've done on a volunteerism basis, or what's kind of just truly in me, and to craft it into something um, that is, again, bigger than myself. So, collective Marketing provides such services, um, primarily marketing services, to small businesses, medium-sized businesses, and individuals, to really Propel people, products, and those ideas to reach their full potential. Um, organizations really at the niche of where I am and seeing things again from a unique perspective. So that's eclectically kind of thinking outside of the box, and you could read things from a multiple um, variety of areas, of angles.
0: Cool. Definitely. And I think, you know, what's unique about that is that your career and your personal life can definitely be uh, intersectional and you being able just to pull out that creativity component and making sure and ensuring that organizations have those tools and their resources to help them actually leverage their work and their idea. So um, definitely cool concept. Um, And, Again, I admire you being able to stand out on your own, not only as a woman, but as a Black woman. Again, the focus of her story is to highlight, you know, women of color and how we are, um, you know, shaking and moving, and creating different pathways, multiple pathways for women who are like us. And, you know, you stated that you are an advocate for women, mental health and education, so, As a black woman, you know, why is it personally important for you to advocate on these issues? And are there any campaigns or projects that you're working on to educate others on the um, importance of advocacy around women's rights and mental health and education? Yes.
1: So my advocacy is really birthed from my life, my own personal experiences as a woman. Um, I grew up in California, not necessarily around many individuals that looked like me. And so I think that has driven how I've seen the world, but also in my later years now, understanding, you know, why is it that my parents do the things that they do, understanding the nuances of how America is birthed and the challenges that we still need to fight for um, to have true equality. So... You know, as a woman, you're having women's rights, the agency of our own bodies, um, being equal in terms of pay, um, and just having that self-worth that sometimes is attached to, well, who are you dating? Are you married? Types of things that have evolved um, since the women's rights movement. Uh, so those are kind of the same. some of the ideas from the women's standpoint. But for mental health, in more recent years, I have had friends both personal and more distant, that have publicized their own struggles with mental health. Um, and I have you know, individuals in my family as well who have you know, gone through their own um, journeys with mental health. So seeing that mental health is wellness and it's a spectrum, understanding that we shouldn't stigmatize individuals who need help but providing additional resources, I've been working with Mental Health America, um, Central Carolinas for the last two years, and there's a slogan that we have, uh, uh, or a push, for before stage four. So with cancer, different issues, you know, you don't wait until the fourth stage of a diagnosis to get help. You try to diagnose as early as possible for prevention, for the right health, and education. Um, So I'm very much... Component of that, of it could be smaller, you know, if you have anger issues, but well, what's the stem of that, and why why are you acting the way you do, and how can you re, reposition that? What are the tools in the toolkit that you can draw from or to recreate? Um, not everyone's experience is a healthy one, even though that might be your norm, so how do you identify that what your norm is isn't healthy and get access to tools? To, to move in a better or
0: uh, a stronger Definitely. Outcome. And I think during this time too, like within the COVID reality, you know, um, people are really getting hit in many different ways. And what I mean by that is, you know, there's the reality of some may be unhoused, some may be unemployed, some may have been directly impacted with with the illness and with sickness. And This can be very heavy on the mental, so it's definitely, I think, important for um, advocates such as yourself to highlight the importance of mental health awareness and um, wellness, and also, like you said, the root cause of the different problems and things and how one may lead to another and shed light on that, and and it's overall healing, Um, so it's definitely a a great stance that you are taking within that. And again, like the overall connectivity between who and what you, your company is and the things that you stand for and that you advocate for throughout the, the past couple of years. And within the past few years, you know, you have been working within your professional career for over 10 years. So, um, you know, how have you been able to just manage your work-life balance? And what do you think is next for you with uh, Eclectic Read Marketing?
1: Ooh, so balance is definitely a biggie. Uh, if you know anyone who knows me, I kind of keep my hands in multiple pots going at the same time. I have, you know, COVID has allowed me to slow down and to reevaluate to a certain degree. But I think, you know, staying organized, and knowing what's important, uh, managing your time, um, so you know, early, often, of understanding what each commitment is, but I've been involved in Delta Sigma Theta, I mentioned Mental Health America, of Central Carolina, and other nonprofits within the area, um, so advocating or allocating time for the causes that you believe in, but also ensuring that I have that dedicated time for my own health, so whether it's you know, now going for a walk at lunchtime or doing a 20-minute, 30-minute exercise right after work or meeting up with a group of friends to go bike around the city. It's really about allocating the time and making the time for the things that help to provide you with balance. Um, and so through Eclectic lead Marketing, that's going to be a component of how to push out uh, focuses on the mental health, the arts, and the community aspect of encouraging others to utilize whatever gifts and powers they have to ensure that they're living a holistic and healthy
0: lifestyle. Definitely. So yeah, the mental health, um, being able to find that, that foundation in the things that actually give you joy and, and bring you happiness, like being very intentional with the things that we make time for within our lives, I think is, is very important in terms of a healthy work and life balance. Um, so, you know, what um, with all of the things that you have going on, like you said, you have your hands, you know, uh, within multiple things and within different projects. I'm sure that, you know, the HBCU experience, it kind of laid the foundation for you to be um, very innovative, to step out, to try new things and to be able to have the confidence to stand on your own. So what advice would you give a young lady who's interested in attending an HBCU?
1: Well, first, I would say definitely check out North Carolina A&T State University. Um, I, it was one of the best decisions, if not the best decision, that I made in my current lifetime. Um, but to, I encourage. I, I'm definitely an advocate for HBCUs in general. There's nothing like it in terms of the family, the foundation that is provided, and the the encouragement that is provided for you. Uh, to really be who you are, I know you mentioned in the kind of opening of your experience that HBCUs truly allow you to be who you are without that um, self doubt of you know being an other or what it is to be a minority or amongst um, the majority in that sense. So I talked about it some in my chapter of the book of you know how is it to just be to to truly be who it is that you're you're given to be and to to excel in different ways that you never possibly thought um, were feasible. Yes. I think that would be my most advice of just to try it out. Um, It may not be for everyone, but I think you you owe it to yourself to try, especially on the undergraduate experience. I would count my freshman year as being the best um, of really jumping into the experience of living on campus engaging with the organizations that they were able to join, um, the union or SGA, um, and really making friends from across the world and the
0: country. Definitely. And I, I can definitely agree with you on that freshman year. Um, you know, as, as, you know, the, the younger kids say now it was lit, you know, it was the mm-hmm. greatest experience ever. And the great thing about my freshman year was the kids that I met, um, during freshman orientation, or we called it Jaguar preview because Southern University, our mascot is Lacumba, you know, the Jaguars. Um, but during that time period, those are still some of my closest best friends. And those relationships I still hold near to me. Um, the experience of an HBCU is more like a family. And, you know, at times, Folks may try to play devil's advocate and counter argue like, you know, well, an HBCU, it isn't realistic. That's not the world. And you know what? In all honesty, I went to a private, predominantly white school from preschool to 12th grade. I went to, to Catholic school. You know, that experience compared to my HBCU experience an HBCU experience, it gave me hope. A sense of again belonging a sense of tradition a sense of being part of a legacy and it's something that I carry with me from year to year you know that is um as I was sharing in a previous interview and in H- my HBCU experience those four years that was our utopia You know, that was a time where we experienced diversity within our own people. Like you had mentioned, you know, there's diversity within the black race, within our cultures, within ourselves, you know, like. I'm from Louisiana, I'm, I'm from a rural town within Louisiana, but of course, there was like, that was the New Orleans clique, you know, there was the West Coast clique, you know, the kids from LA, the kids from Cali, you know, there was the East Coast, you know, the kids from the Bronx, the kids from New York, like, it didn't matter where you came from throughout the country, there was culture within our culture, and these are shared experiences right. that we can definitely relate to and carry, and the world has enough. Diversity and heartache and realities that we face from day to day. So give us our four years of the best experience right. that we ever had. Okay, so exactly. Um, thank you again for sharing your story. And if folks are just interested in collaborating with you or learning more about your business and how can they really connect with you? Yeah. So
1: follow me on Twitter or Instagram. Let's say IG. I'm um, at eclectic read, so E C O E C T I K read. So it's eclectic with the a key a K little I C or at Chris underscore ta underscore duh. Um, yeah you can follow me there on Twitter and IG and I look forward to engaging you for moving yourself forward. Um or just talking about HBCUs and all the things of advocacy, women, health and education.
0: Awesome. Awesome. So there you have it, folks. Krista, with, um, you know, her HBCU experience and Aggie Pride, it was uh, an honor having you on the show. And I hope to hear more from you. I wish you the best of success and luck within your business and within your personal life. Um, So, you know, again, shout out to the to the love and the HBCU. Yes. And don't
1: forget, you know, the book will be coming out the end of September. So
0: follow and support HSU experience Movement um, coming soon the second edition for North Carolina A&T. Definitely so I'll be excited to buy me a copy and to read your story Krista and folks you know in closing always remember your story is not solely for you it's meant to be shared with other women and provide hope to those facing similar hurdles you don't have to be ashamed and you definitely don't have to be afraid to share your story. You are a victor, you are a winner, and you will not be defeated. You declare growth and prosperity over your life, and troubles don't last always. You are brilliant, bold, and beautiful. You are her, heroic, empowering, and resilient. And folks, if you were encouraged, uplifted, and motivated in any type of way, please follow Her Story Podcast on Instagram at story underscore her story podcast on facebook and take a listen every wednesday on apple Podcasts, soundcloud and google play and again this is jay jameson with her story podcast